I, I would think, like, everybody's telling me, like, oh, it's the cigars. Yeah, you know what? I, I understand smoke makes your uh, veins and arteries constrict. I didn't inhale the smoke. But I was around the smoke. I get it. It's not like I was smoking a cigarette. Secondhand smoke is very dangerous. Yeah. So you were getting secondhand smoke. You know smoke. what else is very dangerous? Stress. I thought I handled stress well. Because you I did. You lived for 73 years. And I tried to kill you if I got you on a racquetball court. And I punched. And uh, one of my favorite stress relievers, it's a long time ago, um, I would be go down to Coney Island after the bars closed around 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. And there was this woman there that sell... I'm sure she got these flowers off graves because they were kind of old. And um, I would give her five bucks for all the cigars and all these flowers, go across the street to the train station and wait for the train to come in and then I scream as loud as I could. And I would come back and say, here's your flowers back. And she'd tell me, you're a nice guy, but you're nuts. I go, yeah, I know, I know. Why would you take the flowers and then give them back? I don't know. I figured she could sell them. Five dollars wasn't a lot of money to her. Maybe it was. It was 1972. I don't know. So you bought flowers and I you went and flowers. screamed under the train and went back and gave her the flowers. Yeah. You're a fucking nut job. She said that. <coughs> How did that relieve stress? The flowers ain't have nothing to do with it. It was the screaming. Yeah. And I felt good about myself that I gave her the flowers back. I was a nice guy. Yeah, but considering that you're, your age, right? Yes, I've outlasted my friends. Main, main reason for that, except for Mr. McGinnis. And the reason he lasted is because he, he took care of himself early enough. I, I never did drugs except the one time I tried it and put the car through the garage door. And I didn't do it after that. And all it was, all it was was that new wonderful miracle drug pot. Um, Which is going to be legal in New York yeah, by the end of the year. Yeah. Then we can learn all the good. I, listen, I'm glad. I, you know what? You can get sc screwed up on liquor. No problem. Knock yourself out. As long as we get tax money out of it, I don't give a shit. Anyway, what else? I don't know. The stress. I probably ate. You know, listen, I didn't always eat the best. You know, you, and the other thing, too, is, you know, you went up and weight down and weight up and down. I don't know. All what I know about, is, so when we, were, when we were kids, you used to keep a, like a coffee, metal coffee container of bacon fat in the refrigerator to cook with. Yeah. And you, it's amazing that this only happened at 73. And then that's what we would make eggs with. And you know, then you, you would take amazing? the bacon grease yeah. with a spoon and pour it gently over the egg to get like us. And, and where did I learn that from? Probably grandma. grandma. They lived to be 84 and 85. Yeah. So, you know what? All, all I can say is... Um, they told me I got a real strong heart. How did I get that? Because I didn't stay in an office. I ran up and down stairs a lot every day, and I played a lot of racquetball, and I walked fast. I remember that. We stopped eating eggs like that. But what made you? Stop eating eggs like that? Yeah, what made you I stop cooking with oh, bacon fat? Because what happened was I learned from some chef. I was much, you know, after a while, bacon, bacon fat tastes great, but I found out that if you put, like, pan in the bottom of the frying pan, and you, you crack the two eggs or one egg, whatever it is, and you put a lid over it, that in about two minutes and 45 seconds, 
That egg looks picture perfect. You don't have to have any grease in it at all. It slides right off the pan into your, all right, into your dish. You say so, bro. So what would I say going forward? Probably won't smoke so many. I won't smoke that many cigars. Well, I'm not going to be... You know, there's another thing I want to talk about. There's also a thing called the quality of life. And I, why, why would I be... If I can't do this and I can't do that and I can't do the other thing, well, what the hell what am I going to do? Live? Yeah, well, I'll give up for six months and have a good time living. Listen, it's easier said now that your plumbing's all corrected. Yeah, good plumbing. No plumbing. I got brass. The best. Brass, brass is the best. Brass? They put brass in it? Yeah, brass. Brass. <laughs> Such a jail. Joey, if you're not going to make a, 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 a joke out of it, it's going to get very serious. I don't want to do that. It was, you know what? I got a break. I made the most of it feeling better every day and they're telling me that what I gotta watch out for is that I'll feel so good that I shouldn't go crazy so is it difficult you haven't smoked cigars in three weeks no we know what's difficult realizing that I can't walk right now as quick as I used to that if I get up in a hurry I start to feel dizzy that's freaking difficult shit like that is difficult I work at it to overcome it they tell me it will be overcome so I keep working at it that's the difficult part. How's the leg healing? It's better. Still has some way to go. I talked to him about it Wednesday when I see him. If I stand on it for more than a half an hour, I start to feel it. So do you find yourself shifting weight to the other leg? I don't stand for half an hour that often. Like yesterday, I got out of the car, and the bank wasn't open, so I hung out a while. I got online, but a lot of people beat me in the door. Well, maybe I was on my feet for 25 minutes. Towards the end, I felt it like I'm like, nah, I was shifting weight then. Well, but you're three weeks in to a what? Three, three, three months or a six, six month process? Six weeks. For a, you know what? Look, I know it's going to be six months before. Well, I don't know how long it's going to be, but six weeks would seem like an awful time. I agree. The coming out party still going to be at Club Macanudo? Yeah. All right. You heard that here, everybody. Get your tickets now. Club Macanudo, coming out party. It's going to be like the, the fire Festival. We're going to sell tickets. You have no idea what you're buying tickets to. <laughs> good cigars, some good Cuban food, a couple of Jamesons or whatever you want. Teaching. What's up with teaching? You had to cancel it? Who'd they get? Yeah. They I, got somebody to replace you. I don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking like I don't need this teaching in January and February. I want to rent a place in Florida for a couple of months next year. And to keep my license up, every time I write a new course, I get credit. Besides going to this and that. Yeah. But you got to teach so many courses to get to stay as an associate certified entomologist. So I'm, I started writing up the course for you on the PNG sprayer. Hour and a half, two hours tops. We get two credits. I would say court. do two hours, and then we'll do. If it's an hour and a half on the B and G, then do thirty minutes of safety. We could do safety well, is easy. What I was thinking. Um, if somehow we, we we get it on a disc where we take a thing apart, show parts the way how to how to repair it and stuff. Well, they show that you know what that's no, they show that on this tape that I got, so we don't have to do that. But yeah, we could do two hours. Well, I want to do hands on because everybody gets bored during the tape. But if you if you do it, so hands, we'll take it apart. You know, we'll get yeah. the right tools. And 
I have it. I have a workbench in the basement, but I'm going to do it at the church so that we can all, it's not as tight. Get benches and just put it out. Yeah. Well, that's how you could do it. Do four classes a year for Colony. Yeah, but that's four times two is eight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But that would just be to cover the ace. Yeah. Go to the bed bug thing. You went to Pest World. How many classes did you go to in Pest World? Uh, I didn't go to any. We were, we were, we were. You didn't go to any? No, we were. I was... thought you were going. All right. I didn't know we could get in as vendors. Uh, could we? Uh, I, yeah. I, uh, I'm pretty sure you can. Well, excuse me. Thing coming up, uh, coming up like, no, that was Russo's. We'll be at Russo's at the Spring Fling at Russo's on the Bay in uh, the first, I think it's the either the last week. I'll get you those dates. But, well, I should get some credits there. Yeah, we're going to exhibit too. Right. You ready to exhibit? The Spring Fling is April 30th at Russo's on the Bay and Colony Confidential will have a booth there. So you get credits there. Have you been following anything else with the industry? There's been a bunch of stuff going on. We're going to be doing an event in the, in probably in Arlington, Virginia, or, or somewhere in that area where uh, we invite pest management companies out to learn about the canine business. It'll be me and Big Red. Then we're going to... I'll come down we're... as a technical advisor and go see my friend Rick. You can do that. Hey, you're not, you're not, coming, out, you're not coming to Cigar Fest? When's Cigar Fest? May. Probably not. It is Heart Health Month. When can you? You gotta wait the full six weeks to start. No, I, I work out every day. I would assume some something, something like that. You gotta do it. You know, look. You gotta do it a little at a time. Build just like. Remember when you first went to the gym? You didn't start with the heavy weights. You built yourself up. I'm going back to the gym just to do cardio. Well. I got one to lose. Now that it's in the family, you better watch out. I want to lose 20 pounds. Yeah. I don't know. I, you know what? It's hard to say who's a healthier eater, me or you. Okay. But everything's reversible, right? Apparently, you can you can sort of work on it. Yeah. I figure I got at least 30 years before I got to get this done. Let's hope you're right. Yeah. Maybe more. It's Maybe you won't have that. Maybe I won't, right? Grandpa. What about pay? He didn't get nothing like that. No. But he's, anyway. He's what? No, he started to lose it at the end. Oh, he got dementia. Yeah, it was who he's married to. You don't think that had something to do with it? I, I don't know about that. So going back to Eastern Conference, a lot of people found bed bugs in their room. Thankfully, we did not. But it did cause us to do something that I don't normally do, and that's inspect the entire room. So we had somebody ask what they should do when when checking into a hotel we always say put your bags in the bathtub and then go and inspect your room however be bed bugs being bed bugs our good friend about eight years ago frank from select went to put his bags went to put his luggage in the bathtub in the hotel room and saw a bed bug and wasn't sure called Called a bunch of us, sent me a picture, and in fact, it was a bed bug. That's not a normal place for them. Basically, the idea is, is when you go into a room, you do want to check it. You do want to check it. You want to put your luggage somewhere. The worst place to, the worst place to put it is probably the luggage rack. Uh, I used to put it on top of the TV stand 
on on that armoire. Now I have a luggage that that you could hang, so I hang it in the closet. But on top of the TV is is not a bad idea. Will bed bugs possibly still go there? Yes, as I just told you, they were in the uh, the bathroom. So when you go in, you should stop by inspecting the bed, obviously. The other thing about I've noticed about the uh, bathtub, we're using our uh, hair dryer, and we lay the hair dryer down on the side of the tub, and the bed bugs can crawl up the extension cord on the uh, dryer and flop into the uh, flop into the tub, and um, if you got your suitcase and stuff in there, they can get into it that way. Make sure nothing like the shower curtains. Make sure the shower curtains are inside the tub, not outside the tub. So they may be close enough to the ground that these little devils can get on that and crawl up. So make sure the shower curtains are inside the tub. And don't leave anything hanging over the side of the tub that these guys can grab onto. But not only that, right? So we are telling X amount of thousands of people right now to do this. So if I put my stuff in the tub... And 10,000 people put it in the tub before you got there. And out of those 10,000, 2,000 had bed bugs. Guess what? There's probably bed bugs somewhere in the tub. So you got to look. Yeah. So you, I mean, I mean, they can't yeah. hide. There's not too many places they can hide in the tub. Correct. When you're going away on vacation take, or Take a screwdriver with you and pop the scotch plates. It's yeah. This is how crazy you could get with it, though. Like yeah. that. That's basically what the gist of that is. But really, like, when we went through through all the rooms in Kalahari, we pulled all the sheets off, looked at all the mattresses, went through all the tufts, went through the bed skirt is usually the dust ruffle, whatever you want to call it, is the biggest thing because that's probably the one thing that rarely gets changed in a, in a hotel. They don't take that off daily. They probably don't do it weekly. I check one thing all the time in a hotel room. Where's the freaking exit in case of a fire? I got hell out of here. I check that every time, yes. No, I don't, we don't normally check for bed bugs. And I think it's because we know that we just take care of it with no problem. Relatively no problem, you know? Like, look, what happened in Italy? I woke up the first night with bites. I was like, nah, probably mosquitoes. And then the second night, and then I did. Remember how crazy that inspection was? It was, the only reason that I went this ham with the inspection is because I got the bites. And I had to literally take all four legs off of the bed and then I found, I didn't even find live bugs. I found casings yeah. or shed skins, whatever you want to call them, in, inside the, the, it screwed in, where the leg screwed into the bottom of the bed. So that just goes to show you how well hidden they are. I didn't even find live bugs, but I was absolutely getting bitten. And now that I think about it, I don't remember if there was a headboard or not, but a lot of times in hotels, the headboards are like tongue and groove. One of the grooves is drilled into the wall, and then they just place it on top, and it fits in. And that's where, when we used to service hotels, that's where we used to always find them, because it's yeah. perfect. I found them um, in a very high-end apartment. You know the boards that the head headboard and the, and the footboard get into? Sideboards there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to take an Allen wrench and disconnect them. They were inside there. Yeah. I used to inspect all the time, and then I stopped. Yeah, you know, you figure, I'm Ed Sheehan. They wouldn't bother with me. And if they do, then I'll deal with them. So far, so good. But it just goes to show you, like, this place, they advertise it on TV constantly, Kalahari, and now they're lousy with bed bugs in one section. And it didn't seem like they were that upset about it. 
it seemed like they wanted to keep it hush hush but once they realized they were dealing with a professional the tune changed but it does like what how do they deal with the general public is really definitely a concern and i wonder how they're doing treatments and then you had another guy that posted on uh our friend Jeff King from Pennsylvania, from Pest Rangers, yeah. he found an, enough dust in his room to kill an elephant, probably. He posted it on Facebook. What kind of dust? We're not, we're not sure if it was dry on or what it was. We didn't get to test it, but it was everywhere. It was, it was, so when, when I was telling you where you pull that headboard piece off, yeah. it was behind in there. Just it's, the dust, I'm saying, where they oh. dusted it. And there was dust on the thing. Uh, sorry, dust on the thing. No, I'm gonna talk about dust. Exactly what you're talking about. Where the side, where the side beams are yeah, for the yeah. bed. They were in there. So when when going and even when picking your hotel, you could Google it. You could Google the hotel name and bed bugs. And there's various bed bug forums out there that will pop up and and tell you. People will give their their encounters with bed bugs or tell you. There's one in New York City bed bugger that was very famous or infamous uh for for talking about bed bugs and it was a forum for everybody who's ever had it to really talk to each other and they talking about hotels and places to stay but if you're going to pick somewhere to stay and you're concerned about bed bugs the first thing is hotel name bed bugs in in a search engine like google and it, it should pop up you can um you could go to the front desk when you check in and say you know i'm, I'm just curious i saw online that you had some bed bug incidents over the year do you keep some type of log and insist on it and if they don't give it to you ask for a manager and there's a lot of laws being passed right now especially new york city and the state on bed bug disclosure there's a bed bug disclosure act from years ago there's some new ones coming out for apartment buildings and i believe the hotels have been able to skirt it but it's not far away especially now that uh democrats hold the majority in the state but as a customer, you can ask these questions. Hopefully, the hotel is honest with you and tells you, and then you can make a decision from there. The truth is, you don't really want to be next to a hotel, a room that's had them recently. But as far as being like two floors away from it, I wouldn't consider that to be that big of a deal. What do you think? I think if, you know, if there's a west wing and an east wing, and you're seeing a lot of these in the east wing, Get a room in the West Wing. Well, that's kind of what happened in Pennsylvania where they, when, when the pest control guy who found a bunch in his room went down and demanded the book and unfortunately had to demand the logbook. They gave it to him and he just, he saw it was all over one side. There you go. You stay away from that side. Right, but the, the problem is, is that these hotels, you know, it's, it's just, it's a daunting task to get rid of them in a timely manner in, in, you know, you got well, these they places. Gotta up, you gotta, they have to set up a bed bug procedure where they're constantly at it. Right. They can't be reactive. They gotta be proactive. And he, here's here's the thing, right? For from from a hotel standpoint, what do you do? First of all, it's all about money. So, what's the the best thing to do, in my opinion, for a hotel? If you want to be able to tell your customers, we had it, we eliminated it. Here we go. And in the quickest possible time, which is going to cost you money, hotels, use heat. You heat the room today. You bring a canine in tomorrow to clear it. And then you only have 24 to 48 hours downtime. Instead, and you know the bugs are dead. 
instead of a traditional chemical treatment where you could treat the bugs today and they may not die for seven to 10 days. And you have to have it treated more than once and you also have the, the possibility of during that, that, let's say two week time that you're gonna treat or whatever the case is, you're gonna let people back into the room or are you? Should you? That's a moral question from a hotel standpoint, which we're not gonna answer. But the best, the quickest way to turn a room around and, and say you don't have bed bugs would be to use heat and then have a canine follow up the next day to say they're not there. And if the canine says, hey, they're still here, then you as the pest control company doing heat should go back in and reheat that room for free. Yes. And then you bring the dog back in. But that's really the best way. So to sum it all up, uh, we do not check for bed bugs. Um, we probably should. But if you're going to do it, remember, you put your luggage in. Everywhere you're going to put your luggage, look first, but either in the bathtub or on top of the TV stand, and then go and meticulously spec the headboard, the bed, the bed frame, the dust ruffle. And if you want to branch out from there, you could check the whole room in and out of all the cabinets. Anything else? No, that's about it. All right. Mr. and Mrs. America, oh man, I've, you know, I've seen so many people in the pest control industry in the past three months. Yeah. You literally have all pest management professionals of every age saying, Mr. and Mrs. America and all the ships at sea. Mm -hmm. Somebody at the termite seminar the other day was like, what do you think Mr. and Mrs. America and all the ships at sea think about this? I started laughing out loud and it was pretty funny. So should we say goodbye? I don't know. You're like a friggin'... Uh, yeah. Mr. Mrs. Mrs. America and all the ships at sea. This is Ed Sheehan. Thanking you for listening to Colony Confidential. And until we talk again, God bless you. You want to know where I stole that from? What? Yeah, uh, one, of your, one of your shows would have ring back in the days off the radio probably. Yeah, Walter Winchell. He had a, I, that's why I put that hat. I'm going to wear that hat like he had with the press. <laughs> And um, and uh, that's what he used to send. He used to have like, do 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 do. Mr. Mrs. American, all the ships at sea. Oh, like the uh, what is that? Do 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 is uh. Morse Morse code, like the ships. Yeah. He always had good stink on like uh, he he tell you the day you know like, the news of the day, and then he'd say and uh this reporter noticed some movie star, in a booth with a woman that looked mysteriously like. Oh, unlike his wife. So he was the first paparazzi. Yeah, he's he um he got uh he got a lefty uh Lepke Buckholter, who you know, right? He was, no. He was a big gangster in the thirties and forties. He's okay. the one that talked Lepke Buckholter into surrender, lied to him, and told him you're gonna get a light sentence. All the other mobsters wanted this guy added away because they were clamping down on all their um, businesses. Mm -hmm. So you're saying J. Edgar Hoover was in so the car? So J. Edgar Hoover was in the car, and they grabbed the guy and handcuffed him, and he got a light sentence. They only electrocuted him once. The only guy that was like like the Don of a, of a leader of a big uh, crime organization, that never went to the chair. Really? Yeah. What was it, Buckwalter? Lepke Buckwalter. What was he, Jewish? Yeah, he had a lot. Of, the Jewish gangsters were smarter than the Italian gangsters, because they made their money, and then they moved out of the neighborhood to better. A lot of Italian gangsters stayed in the neighborhood, so all the stupid kids that are growing up, they idolized these guys because they had money, women, cars, and everything. 
Jewish gangsters moved out to five towns, whatever, led a respectable life, and did their crap in the city. Anyway, that's my opinion. Like real businessmen? Yeah. Were there any Irish gangsters? Oh, lots of them. Were they uh, smart? They were very vicious, but they weren't as cunning as uh, Italians. You had the Westies. Yeah. Ask uh, Bill... Uh, Our friend Billy the brick drawer? Yeah, Billy was the munition supplier. Oh, right. He wasn't the brick drawer. He yeah, was the brick he, getter. He brought the bricks up to the roof. Uh, yeah, you had... Uh, it's so crazy. Who the heck? Only Madden. Um, it's just, just crazy. Like, when's the last time you got into a fight in your life? How old were you? Like a fight. A real fight? Like when you had to punch somebody. Jesus. Probably back uh, right after Eddie was born. Wow, that's good. Almost got into a fight at Eastern Conference. Oh, I got into a lot of almost fights. Who was the guy? Some I don't. We don't need to get into who he was. Yes, we do. It's some young kid. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe and review. Send us anything you want us to know about at colonyconfidential at gmail.com.